You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. This is what it's like to feel victorious, Sarah. I feel a feeling of victory right See, now. See, exactly. We went you know, to war. We went to war. You know, you never know what the outcome's going to be. And we came out victorious. Absolutely, we did. <laughs> we did. You know, you, you fight the long, hard battle for it. We fought the good fight. Yeah, and, uh, you know, maybe some confrontations in the parking lot, but uh, it sure. ended up... It ended up working out okay. And it all also, ended up being worth it. Also vindicated because somebody else had the same opinion that we did. That was kind <laughs> yes, of nice to hear it yesterday. <laughs> it was confirmed. We have won the floor wars. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. Spoiler am... alert. I thought we were building up to that. Well, okay. Well, oops. Spoiler alert. That's Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Sarah is typing furiously on her, on her computer over there. Mm-hmm. Furiously. Well, because everyone's sure. just like, oh, well, it was kind of the, they were all waiting to see what the big announcement was. Oh, but well, Greg already blew it. Oops, I kind of kind of blew that one already up right off the bat. <laughs> I was so excited. So I. Uh, of course, she is in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you are a live subscriber, you can hop in there. All right, so a couple of, couple of things, though. Just an update before we get too far into this show. Uh, it's possible. I'm just going to say it's possible. Is it? We could have a very <laughs> special guest stopping by by the name of Sinbad. Yes, the Sinbad. If you were, were listening yesterday, I have, uh, I've been speaking with him on Twitter. So we'll see if, we'll see if that happens. I'm just leaving the possibility But you just there. checked in on, on said Twitter well, and he might be out gallivanting about Portland. I'm, I'm going to ignore that. I'm sure he's gallivanting. You're going to ignore what he's actually doing. I'm sure he's gallivanting on his way over here. Oh, so sure. It's possible today we could have the one and only Sinbad stop by. It just kind of depends if we have time, though, or not. I think that's what it's going to be. Oh, it's going to come down to our time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what it'll be. So Sinbad may be stopping by Fun Employment Radio. Um, Sorry, I'm going to have to keep this on vibrate just in case. Just in case. Yeah. That's what she said. All right. So okay. yeah, in case, in case they do contact us, we'll be ready to go if Sinbad does stop by. Uh, all right. Also, there's there's some other things we'll get to, but let's let's get back to what we talked about at the start. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I blew it right at the beginning. Yeah, it's called a guarantees, Greg. It's not called a guarantee. I'm going to tell you everything right now. Excited when I'm victorious, I want to shout it out, you know, from the hilltops and make sure everybody knows that that I won. It's very important that people know that we won. I mean, it was a mutual battle. Although, uh, to be honest, the one-on-one battle. That was kind of me. I will say that it is your battle because I never, ever wanted to be involved and I never talked to her. Mono e ladio. We went toe to toe. Mono e ladio. Did you really just say that? That's what I did in Spanish. You don't worry about that. So uh, we uh, let's let's get down to this. All right. So for those of you that don't know, we have our studio here in southeast Portland in a big four story building with a bunch of other businesses in it. Very nice studio. You do share it with other businesses, and you got to work with everybody else because mm-hmm. there's noise that'll happen sometimes, sure. and that's fun. And everyone's like very nice and accommodating. You're yes. like, hey, can you? You know, people have asked us to keep it down. We've asked other people to keep it down. Like mm-hmm. everyone's just nice. Yeah, there there are a Courteous. lot of nice people, like mm-hmm. like our right next door neighbors, Raheem and Hana. You know, absolutely awesome. So, but then there are other neighbors that uh, you know not so considerate. And we've had this one lady upstairs, and you guys have noticed it over the last couple of months because she moved in and. Pres- Proceeded to, I don't know, drop bowling balls over and over and over upstairs. I'm not sh- exactly sure what Angry was Angry bowling on. balls. Very angry. And it started off where this was happening. It was about a week that it was going on. It's like, okay, well, maybe she's just moving in. Maybe she's just moving in. No, this is going way too long for all this noise. And we were, uh, we were 
having some interviews and some meetings in here. And finally, I had to go upstairs because it was so much that was coming bleeding through the microphone. Specifically, I remember um, when we had to talk to her was when we had Jay Farrow. Yeah. From Saturday Night Live, we had him in studio, and during the interview, he actually stopped talking, and he's like, what the fuck is that? Like, he yeah. heard the noise upstairs. It was taking away from, like, us actually having guests on the show. It was that loud. Right. And, and we all have headphones, and, like, you shouldn't be able to hear it that much. Right, and we're, we're diplomatic. I mean, you know, things happen sometimes. You know, you make a little bit of noise, but this was consistently noise, and that's when I was like, all right, well, I should go up there and just talk. Maybe they don't realize it. You know, it's... Sometimes you don't even understand that you're making too much noise, and mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. So I walked up there to the upper floor of this building and went to the room. And I'm just like, "Hi, you know, uh, yeah, I'm from I'm from downstairs." And there were these two girls sitting out in the hallway. Just brief recap with a with a big, uh, like portable clothes rack thing like a model rack a clothing rack clothing rack mm-hmm. yeah that was sitting out in the hallway and I started talking to the one girl and she's like oh I I don't I don't work here and then this very tyrant looking woman comes stre- streaming out of the uh, out of the out of the room and just walks up to me I'm the one that works here what is going on I'm like well oh hi I'm sorry I'm I'm from downstairs and you know just noticing it's been a lot of noise lately well I'm working my ass off up here wow like okay then this is this is how she approached it like well okay implying that I'm not working my ass no, off no of course she I'm works harder than anyone ever has yeah and so so th- that didn't end well it, that that whole conversation just kind of ended where she basically told me um actually not even basically she explicitly told me well you're just going to have to learn to deal with it which is not really That's the, the way most it works diplomatic. here. You're going to have to learn to deal with it. Yeah, it's not a very diplomatic way. Mm-hmm. We have been here for quite some time. Yeah. So, so came back down and uh, I did speak to the building manager. Things happened. And then it was a, but maybe a couple of days, maybe to a week after that, I was walking out to my truck in the parking lot. And I saw somebody out there. There's a lot of people that are that work here and I you know, try to be the friendly guy so I just do a smile and a nod like I don't over talk or anything and I looked up I saw somebody standing there gave a smile and a nod and as soon as I did that I'm like oh crap that's her I don't want to smile and nod at her. Well, why wouldn't you want to? You want to try and be the the you know the nice guy. Yeah, but then it led to this entire confrontation in the parking lot, where ba- she she told me that I was aggressive, and then I told her like, okay, that's that's not the case. Really, we've been here for a long time. You know, we all need to get along. It didn't end well. Mm-mm. But the update is this, which I did already spoil at the beginning. We were. God damn it, Grace. Uh, we, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've ruined the entire show, Sarah. I've ruined the entire show by revealing it too soon. I was just excited. Yesterday, we were out in the parking lot getting ready to leave, and we're moving all the. Specifically, we were moving all of the amazing chicken and macaroni and cheese into my car. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> what it was. We had a lot of it, so we, Greg and I, had to carry it downstairs together. And and we were doing that. And uh, and we spoke to another new neighbor that we, well maybe he's not new apparently he's on he's on a different floor but we'd never talked to him before just you know chit chatting as you do when you meet friendly people in the building and you be nice and he's like oh yeah no I've I've been here for a while you know there was this person that made a lot of noise across the hall from me this lady this, this crazy lady, lady. <laughs> and we're like wait a minute let's coordinate this and it turns out it was the exact same person that this guy had been having to deal with and he's like yeah she's crazy. She just makes all kinds of noise. She would like roll those those carts of clothes out and she wasn't very nice. And he's like, yeah, she's nuts, but she's gone. And that's what when we found out she has moved out of the building. We did not know that until yesterday when she's like, oh, yeah, that because he's like, I, I work on this floor. And we're like, oh, yeah. And like we had pointed out outside of the building which room was ours. And he's like, oh, I'm directly, you know, like 
I knew the person that was directly on top of you guys. Yeah, uh, Loki in the live chat said uh, a smile equals weakness. Yeah, to her, to this kind of woman, yeah, I think it did. I think I was being too friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what would have worked for her. But regardless, she's, out. she's gone. I never saw her leave. Didn't get to say goodbye. Yep. I'm okay with that. Yep. It's it's okay. It was a Christmas miracle. Yeah. We were both a very Christmas excited because <laughs> I have been noticing how quiet it was. I'm like maybe she is maybe she's being nicer. Maybe this is what she's doing. And uh, no, it wasn't no. her being nice. It was just that she moved out. Yep. But so we still... couldn't have been. I mean, if this guy was across the hall and could hear all the noise and commotion that she was making, like that mm-hmm. has to be pretty loud. Well, it doesn't matter because we won. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Winning is always the most important thing. And that's the lesson that we've learned here is that we won. We won Floor Wars. Chalk one up right there. Is that what we should do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Floor Wars conquered by Fun Employment well, Radio. Just, That'll go down in the history books. That one has been. Settled. I'm just happy because that was getting more and more awkward, and I didn't want to get involved. And I was afraid some crazy, you know, some crazy blonde lady was going to come like pounding on our doors, like. Aah! Well, okay. Here's also how how uh, our business works. Sarah and I each have our our areas of expertise where we're better at things than the other one, which is why our business works. For me, it's um, pretty much everything, and for Greg, it's confrontation. No, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, Sorry, jokes. I spoiled that too early, uh, too. All right. Hashtag colony. <laughs> uh, Sarah is not very good at uh, confrontational Mm-mm. issues, Mm-mm. like wh- whether it's just talking to someone and that whether if there's a difference of opinion or difference of something that's going on that needs to be addressed. Uh, Sarah, you are not the best at doing that. However, passive-aggressive notes, I am the best. You are good at passive-aggressiveness. Yes. That is true. You mm-hmm. rule that section. I do. You you are very good at that. I am so more at just... at that kind of confrontation, I'm okay the, at. The way I work is, you know, just if there's an issue, well, then I would rather just talk about it and get it solved. It's business. You solve it and get it done with and it's over with. You know, and there maybe there's something I don't know about. Maybe there's something the other person doesn't know. Whatever. You talk it out and you get it done with. Um, and that, uh, is, that, is where, that is where I can handle that better. And this was a woman that I could not talk to. Uh, she was not I, I could there's certain people in life that you meet and you're just like there is no circumstance or setting where we could have encountered each other like say it was something else say it was some like a mutual friend thing where we're out and we're we're out uh, having a drink and she's a friend of a friend it's one of those people where it's just we will never get along like there will always be a clash you we'll just never have be fundamental friends. differences and there's like some people you just yeah. fundamentally you don't get along yeah and that's that's one of those people and I don't have a whole lot of people like that that I that I've encountered, but this is definitely one of them. It's like okay, I and we both knew it. It's like we're not we're not ever going to get along. We're just not going to get yeah. along. So we're going to yeah. have to learn how to coexist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's my next step. But uh, did she have that on her bumper sticker was, on her car too? <laughs> <laughs> did I coexist with all like the different religious symbols spelled out <laughs> next to I'm a uh, what is it tree hugging dirt worshiping goddess or whatever? <laughs> yes, that's pretty much what it is. So so anyway, it's solved. And uh, it was I was very happy because that was very awkward, particularly since, you know, we pay a a bit of money to be able to stay here. And we took a lot of time to put this together. And like when she was first being such a bitch, we're like, are we going to have to move? Like we seriously thought about it for a minute. Like if Mm -hmm. she's going to be ruining. That implies defeat. Never. Oh, we never had that conversation. Never. 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 Okay. All right. So there Mm -hmm. we go. That is solved. Well, speaking of moving. So I've uh, lived. So I've basically lived in my apartment for about as long as we've actually had the studio, which is about three years. Actually, I've lived in my apartment for almost four years, so mm-hmm. about a year longer. But something weird's been happening in my apartment lately, and I don't know if it's legal or what the hell is going on. Oh. Wait, in your apartment? Yeah, it's not what the are you prosti- doing? I, no, there aren't any toots in there. I don't think that there are any prostitutes working in my apartment complex. Okay, so to explain to you, you live in a, in a big apartment complex in southeast Portland. Mm-hmm. 
there's I don't know 100 plus apartments probably yeah probably like 80 80 or so so yeah a whole bunch and it's like several floors and all that stuff and you live down one hallway Mm -hmm. in a studio apartment and you and that's that's where you reside with like several other in like your wing. Of the apartment it is complex. my wing. Yeah, it is a very, very tiny, tiny wing. Okay, <laughs> but, but so I've what been is noticing, it that's going on? I've been noticing this weirdness where, because uh, I have a couple neighbors, you know, that I recognize and people who are in the building that I recognize, but I've been seeing a lot of strangers in my building lately. A lot of strangers who don't really look like they know what they're doing, who aren't checking their mail, who are just kind of wandering the hallways, looking around, and will like be fumbling with the keys when they, um, you know, when they're like going into like certain apartments. Okay. And so I decided to do some research on this. Well, now what kind of research did you do? On the internets. Okay. So I went on the internet. So you didn't, you didn't talk to them? No. And ask if they were having trouble or if you needed to help. Why would I help them inside of their own apartment building? Okay. They, it's their life. They need but to. But yet you're, you were very concerned. I was because these people are walking around like they're yeah. like, I, I will see them walk out of the apartment and like be looking at, at like a map. Okay. And I'm like, what are they doing in my, in the place where I live with a map, you know, like, and like fumbling around trying to find their apartment. I'm like, this is weird. So I started looking this stuff up online and it turns out, and I don't know if this is legal or not. I wanted to ask you, I don't know if you'd know if it was legal, but is this something that happens? Okay. So. It seems like a, a lot of people. A lot of people in my apartment are starting to use their apartments for Airbnbs. So they're renting it out. They're renting out their apartments, well, so huh. to have random people stay in them for like a, you know a certain amount of money. Like I found. So yeah, an Airbnb because I don't think they have it everywhere. But Airbnb, air bed and breakfast, is where you rent out someone's like apartment for like a weekend or a week or something like that. Say they're gone, mm-hmm. the actual apartment owner. Or, or renter. No, or but I don't think that and this then, is actual like people who are gone. I think this is people who are renting apartments in my building just to have them as Airbnbs. Well, yeah, but the okay, but t- typically how Airbnb works, like say somebody has a house or an apartment, yeah, like, they're going to be gone for a certain amount of time. They rent it out to a stranger through the service Airbnb, and that way they get some money. It's I think it's it skirts legal issues. Yeah, there's uh, there's some weird stuff there sometimes. But you think they're doing it in your apartment complex. Yeah, it's weird because I see all these people and I think it might be the person right next door to me because I thought that this a new couple. It, it's the cursed apartment that I've seen, you know, like four couples move in and out of who actually lived there. I know that for a reason. And not the um, the fancy lawyer lady, not the one on the other side. But this one next to me, I keep seeing different people going in there like like these two girls were going in there for a couple days really and then i didn't shut up and then i didn't see them for like a few days and all of a sudden i saw like a guy and like his baby and they were going into that apartment and so i started looking online and it seems like i I can't really tell because a lot of them i don't think it's legal in my apartment building because i know my landlords and they would be probably pissed okay that people are making money off of their property because they're very penny pinchy okay so i mean i don't know if it's legal and I don't know how. S- well, it's being I'm not noted saying in the that, chat. Yeah, that's kind of legal, but yeah, it is. It, yeah, as Aaron's saying in here, it's it's still a gray area, and that's what I mean. I think it's kind of a. Uh, well, what makes me uncomfortable is that you know it's a locked front, and you know, and there's like a key code to get into the basement, but. All of our storage units, like everyone who lives and pays rent in the building, like all of our storage units are there. You know, laundry room is there. Like our bikes are all locked up downstairs. And there are all these random people who are just visiting for a few days. To be fair, it's not that. wandering around the apartment. To be fair, it's not that hard to get into your apartment building. Well, yeah. Okay. But I don't want like complete strangers wandering around my apartment. Like I'm not living in a hotel. This is where every all of my worldly possessions are. And there are people who are untraceable who are coming in and out of the apartment complex and staying there. Okay. 
All right. So we've got a couple of things here. One, do you know that for sure it's Airbnb? Maybe they just have a lot of family? Yes, I do. I don't know for sure the one next to me, but I found – I looked up my apartment building and I saw pictures and I found the address and it's it's where I live. Okay. All right. Here's another thing Mm -hmm. then. Here's how you can put a stop to this. I've got, I've got a couple of ideas. I'm well, I don't know. I don't want to like ruin anybody's well, pr- good time, but it's kind of sketchy. Let me throw out a couple ideas. Let's just see if this is something you would want to go with because I think – I mean if you're feeling uncomfortable with it, it's your place of, of you know, your, your domicile. I think maybe, uh, maybe you could help curb this a little bit if you don't think it should be happening. So here's what you do. So you see these people going in, right? And you see them fumbling around. Mm-hmm. What you do is walk up to them and say, oh, hi. Are you here for the Airbnb? And when they're there – like, okay, yeah, no, we actually had to switch. That one's rented out, but we've got another one for you. So come on down the hall. And I'm going to bring you, them down to my storage unit and lock them in there? No, then you bring oh. them into your apartment. Bring them into your bring them I don't want to bring room. strangers into my apartment. Okay, but let's be honest. We've talked about this before. Sometimes your apartment's not always – it's cluttered. It's very cluttered. Am I, am I correct in saying that? Am I also correct in saying when you no, walk when in the door? No, when Aaron saw my apartment the other day, he said that it looked like an artist lived there. So okay. I'm going to go with that assessment. <laughs> okay. So it's very artistic. It's very artistic. With piles of clothes and shoes sure, in Sure, they're the artistic clothes. And, so, and when you walk into your apartment, is there not like a mannequin that's sitting there with a gas mask yes. on looking out the door? Okay. This is how you curb that. So some guy and his kid is going there to rent this room. You'd be like, oh, no, this is your yours for the – for the week, so we need to pay up front and all that. That guy's going to walk in there and realize, no, I don't know. I'm not staying in here with my child. This is un- an unsafe environment. And then he's going to leave, and then he's going to leave a terrible review. And then, boom, problem solved. I think that's how you solve it. Okay. That seems like a lot of work I don't want to put in. And a stranger in my happy place, I don't like that. Well, they're not actually going to stay there. What if they do? What if they're like, this is great. I feel like I'm getting the full, you know, shitty Southeast Portland studio apartment feeling. All right. Let's think of that. Look, the bedroom is the kitchen. Or no, the bedroom is the living room, is the dining room. There's a tiny kitchen and a teeny tiny bathroom. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, then another option would be you do have in your basement, in the storage basement, there is that weird little side room that you snooped in and found. There's there's that room. That's Thank you, unlocked. Aaron. All right, I see Aaron saying this is not complaining, uh, not being the complaining person. This is someone that was not vetted by a screening process, having access to your building. It's wrong. That's exactly how I feel because you know what? It isn't. Yeah, it isn't the like the hardest building to get into. However, again, all of my worldly possessions are in there. Every other person who's living in that apartment complex had to have like a background check. Mm-hmm. Has all their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're letting random because these people want to make some cash off of the apartment that they're renting, so they're letting strangers come in and have access to the entire building. Yeah, this is why I'm saying this is how you curb that, and this also plays into your uh, passive aggressiveness of not actually talking to the person who's actually renting the apartment, and then you can just go through that. See, this is this is great. <laughs> Someone's attractive cousin in the chat suggests, uh, if that doesn't work, you may just consider registering as a sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, you could – you know what? OK, here's another thing you could do. All right. If you don't want to do that, you can just play the crazy lady down the hall and walk up to them when they're, when they're coming in there. I could like, do that. You don't know what happened in there, do you? Don't go in the last Don't people that were there. there. Oh. Don't go in Did there. Did they get the police tape down yet? Like, just start asking that kind of stuff. And then, and Did then... you hear the little girl in the walls? <laughs> I lost my little girl. Have you seen my baby? Yeah. 
that that baby looks like my baby and just say weird, weird creepy things Your baby like that. looks like my baby. Why are you holding my baby? Yeah. See, and then Why do, are you holding my baby? Do things like that and then uh, then <laughs> you can you can ask um let's see. Uh oh boy, there's so many different things. There's so many different things you can do. Like, well, let's Well, Greg, all right, stop giving me advice and I'm asking you, you know, you're kind of dancing around your opinion of this. So I'm asking you, what do you think? Well, I don't care because I think it's funny that you're upset about it. But, okay, do, do I think whether it's legal or not? No, I'm not legal, but do you think, uh, like, like morally, do you think that this is kind of, that it's un, like, uh, like unvetted tenants staying inside of a locked front, you know, apartment building? Do you think that's... <sighs> All right, fine. I'll give an actual opinion, and then, then I want to get back to my different ideas of how to oh, solve Jesus. this thing. Because that's way more fun. Uh, no, I would be upset about it. Yeah, I, w- I would not be happy about that idea. That would be like what if one of my roommates started airbnb his bedroom. <laughs> like, totally. Like, like, like ben or David, since they rent out rooms in the house. Like, like David's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be gone a week. Uh, yeah, so this, this guy and his two kids are going to be staying in there. But uh, I'll give you a cut, so rent will be up uh, 10% this month. So, yeah, no, that I would probably be a little bit upset if that were to happen. Yeah, because I was looking at this, and I don't think my landlords would be stoked because one of the um, – one in particular, it's a studio apartment – that they're renting, and I found this one, and it's like like eighty bucks a night that they're renting it for. What, dude? You should be capitalizing on this. No way, I don't Screw want people... that. You need to join in this thing. No. Eighty bucks a night. You rent that out like ten times, and then you've got your rent paid, or somewhere around there. I don't want there. strangers staying in my apartment. No, <sighs> and I have too much of my stuff. Like again, it's my apartment. I don't want people staying you there. Can set up a little cot, like in your in your studio room, and they can like convert the kitchen. Because you don't use the kitchen anyway. Be like, oh yeah, you get full kitchen access. There's a there's a cot set up in there. You know, it's just for you. You can have that, and then you slide like a little like bead curtain in between the two. Be like, okay, you stay on your side, and then uh, and then you can rent that out, and then bam, eighty bucks. Yeah, I'm not doing. Maybe that. I'll start. Doing well, that's this. why I'm saying like I don't think my landlords would be that stoked. Cause everyone's like, well, maybe you're like, I know them. They're constantly like they've put a lot of money into this building, and they're constantly there fixing stuff. Like I don't believe that they would be at all happy with someone. Going over their heads and re-renting out their their space. Okay, let's be honest though. Is it your concern for your landlords and them not getting? Their I, it's money my concern them? that I don't like strangers walking around the hallway when I'm like going down to get my laundry and stuff. Because I pay, you know, I I chose to live in a locked front apartment. I you know I live by myself. I have all of my worldly possessions with me in said locked. Apartment. I wonder how many times you said worldly possessions today. I love. They are my worldly possessions. That's all the stuff that I have, and it's in my teeny apartment and in my storage unit downstairs. Both of which complete. Strangers have access to. Okay. If they're in my building. Well, then, then get me on the case. Leave me there. I'll start talking to them. I'll weird somebody out. I could totally do it. Yeah, you can. You can do that oh, very man. easily. This would be so fantastic. Like, oh, oh, okay. Here's another thing. Walk up when they're going in there, and then walk up to them like, what are you, what are you doing? And they'll be like, oh, well, oh, hi, we rented this out. Like, no, I I rented this out. I rented this out for the entire week. What are you doing here? This is my apartment for the week. And just and start a whole thing like that because then I guarantee they're going to be like, okay, this is creeping me out. I'm going to go away. And then you just scare them off each time. You can sit there right by your door looking for your people. I have too much in my life going on, thank God, to sit out – to camp outside of their apartment door waiting to see who's the next person that's going to rent their Airbnb. All right. Well, then let me do it. I'll come over there. I'll just wander the halls and like confront people randomly. Oh, this could be. Uh, this you're missing out on a lot of fun. Is really what the bottom line is. Okay. 
Ask at, tell them you're a tour guide. I understand if it's somebody's like house, if you want to rent out your extra room or you have like a side house. You know what? I don't. Or you can pull a Sarah and just leave a, leave a post-it note on their front door. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Turn yourself <laughs> in or I will. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, uh, A, I think you should be capitalizing on this. And maybe I'll start doing that at my house. I've got a full basement. Maybe I'll rent out that basement to Airbnb people, random random strangers coming through. Yeah, you'll feel really comfortable with that. No, I won't. I won't feel comfortable at all. Yeah, how was that with the guy that you actually vetted last time who was your roommate? Yeah, who ended up stealing from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah not stealing <laughs> so why from not? me. That's... Stealing from Stone. Yeah. yeah. Stealing from my buddy? Yeah, no, that, that didn't work out too good. <laughs> James is suggesting I should just go down there and knock on the door with weird welcoming gifts. Yes, that's another <laughs> – that is a fantastic idea. Yes, have little gift baskets and wear this is like some weird coat and like kind of hunched over and, and then always warn them about something and start telling them stories because you're good at over-talking sometimes. You can sometimes. Just start, you can just start blabbering. Talk to about the old lady that was at the end of the hall when you first moved in that you think died and was maybe eaten by her cats. Tell that entire story. Tell that entire story and just keep talking about that. No, because like, you know what? Unfortunately, like now since Portland is a little more, you know, people all think about like kooky Portland is. All I would be is a kooky Portland neighbor and I'd be a story for them to tell their friends when they go back to like New Hampshire or something. No, like, but, oh, let me tell you. We started at this Airbnb, Airbnb in, in Southeast Portland and this crazy neighbor brought us, I don't know, whatever, some weird gift and, and just talked to us about this old dead cat lady who lived upstairs. Let me tell you, it was a hoot. That Portland is so weird. I don't want to be part of their weird Portland experience. Well, you, okay, you could give them, like, Febreze or something like that and be like, well, this will help get the smell out of the room from the last one. Oh, people are suggesting to bring soup. I forgot about the soup guy. Yeah, you do have that thing where people bring you soup. Mm-hmm. So I just think there's a lot of possibilities here that you're just missing out on. You need to turn this into a fun project. Okay, well, I'm just saying, I don't think, it's not just one person that's doing this. It's, it's, it's more than a couple. And it's just kind of weird. <sighs> okay, here's another thing you could do. I'm just throwing out ideas. One of these has got to work. Leave a very passive-aggressive note. No, I'm not going to leave the, any more notes because that makes that stresses thing, me out. Write like an Airbnb and then put like a cross through it and just say, not welcome, and put it down there and then see what that does to it because that will make them feel uncomfortable. It now was- you're thinking about that one. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. You were thinking about it because you're all about leaving passive-aggressive notes. That's- I am not. I don't want to. It just happens. <sighs> Airbnb, get out. Like G-I-T, out. Not welcome. <laughs> You're not welcome. <laughs> yeah. See, so that's another way that you could go about it. That's something that's along your lines. We'll do baby steps up until you confronting them. I'm not going to confront anybody. I'm just I'm just saying it's publicly listed. Like, it's it's not really my job. The landlords, if they're you know against us, they should really be cracking down. But if I see some weirdos <sighs> so walking around. So what, are you going to tattle? Are you going to be a rat? I'm not going to tattle. No, I'm saying I'm not going to do it, but the landlord's like, if I'm Googling my apartment, if I'm Googling my apartment and, you know, finding out that people are renting rooms for an Airbnb and, you know, then they should probably be looking up their own shit as well. So you're going to, you're going to tell them. I'm not going to tell them. Oh, you're going to be that neighbor. I'm not going to tell them. You're a little busybody tattling on people. No, and someone's asking, it might be the landlord's doing it. It's definitely not. These are some, this is a gnarly hippie chick, at least for the one that's posted online. A gnarly hippie chick. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, come see the fruits of my labor in my beautiful studio apartment. <laughs> what? 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's just, all of a sudden she's Dawn from Trailer Park Boys. She is like, Dawn from a, Trailer Park Boys. That's all she talks your like. Your deepest and darkest desires. Come to Randy. Southeast Portland to fulfill your deepest and darkest desires. <laughs> See, that's the kind of character you should be doing. Walking up to them. <laughs> that's exactly how you should approach them. Welcome. No, because she has like a profile on there, and she's like, "Hey, welcome to Portland. It's the best." Like, it's just so annoying. Want me to rent it out and then complain about it? <laughs> like, I could rent it out and then, yeah, leave, like, bad reviews. So everyone can pool $80 in so Greg can stay in my apartment for one night in my apartment building? I'll do it. And then do a one-star review? <laughs> I'll totally do it. I would totally do that. Absolutely. If that's what you want, I'll do whatever it takes. That sounds fun. Gnarly hippie. What's she look like? You, I don't think Does you'd... she stay there at the same time? That's not how that works, right? No, she's not there. She's not there. Okay, yeah. No, I think you're just you're renting her space, not her. <laughs> not her. I wasn't implying that kind of an arrangement. Uh huh. Is that how Airbnb Airbnb works? I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, I, I'm I'm fully on board to do whatever it takes to help you out with this situation. Because ultimately, you. it's there's no consequences. Well, I just for me. wanted to see. I mean, because I am a single girl living in a studio apartment by myself, with all of a sudden, you know, like. All the people who are there have to, you know, had to apply to be able to get their places. And now there are all these strangers inside of my happy place. Yes, strangers inside yes. my happy place. The Sarah Dillon story. Ew. Ew. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll uh, I'm, I'm just saying I'm ready and available to start, start going on this. You just want to have a free place to stay for a night. <laughs> like I don't – now it sounds like I'm homeless or something. I own a house. Like I don't need a place to stay for the night. Oh, now someone's bragging. <laughs> I own a house. <laughs> You're just looking for some place to stay tonight. Get out of here. Strange danger. See, then you can walk down the hallway and like like be – just do weird stuff. Like sweep no, the halls. No, that's too involved. No. The halls aren't for hanging out in or sweeping. They're for walking down and going into your place and not talking to anybody. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, I've seen a lot of a lot of weird people walking in the halls. <laughs> Aaron, again referencing when I let him use my bathroom the other night, says, I was in your happy place once. It was kind of cluttered, yet inviting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. Got a, got a twofer out of Florida. The first one's a, a Florida man. It's out of Lake Wales, Florida. All right. A Florida man has been arrested after he faked a heart attack inside of a, what kind of store? Walmart. Inside of a Walmart so that his friend could steal toys <laughs> while people were distracted by his fake heart attack. Oh, that's some good old-fashioned um, hijinks right there. Uh, the men, the 30-year-old... That's running a scam. <laughs> Uh, 30-year-old Taurus Scott and 27-year-old Gennard Dupree were arrested this past week on grand theft charges. So what happened is this. So this (laughs) happened uh, inside of a Walmart. The men filled a shopping cart with a motorized uh, power wheel Barbie car, a leapfrog tablet, and a Barbie glam vacation house. (laughs) They walked through the store together. Video surveillance shows as they were walking uh, Gennard Dupree. Um, was uh, all of a sudden collapses on the floor near the store entrance and starts clutching his chest. As concerned citizens go to check on him, the other man walked out of the store with the cart. Once outside, uh, Dupree said, oh, I'm okay, and walked out. They left in a silver SUV. <laughs> but deputies, Never mind, it passed. But deputies were able to catch up with them and get back the Barbie glam vacation house, amongst other things. Ah, see, they didn't carry it through far enough. 
Yeah, they, yeah, they should have gotten a little more serious about it. Like, given a like a fake pill or something like that. Is Sinbad here? No, that's not Sinbad. All right. Yeah, different uh, black guy. Okay. Uh, so, we'll explain that in a minute. <laughs> but... <laughs> There's another special guest that just joined us. It's not Sinbad yet. I'll say that. Uh, but no, that's that's good. It's old- not Sinbad ever, Greg. It's possible Sinbad could be showing Sinbad up. Sinbad is not minute. showing up. It's possible. It's really not. In it's possible in a technical sense. Well, so, anything's possible in a technical sense. Back to the fake heart attack thing. That's 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 good. They just didn't carry it around far enough. They didn't go far enough. Sarah's mad at me for not drinking a beer. Yeah, our special friend Kenda is here today, and she brought us delicious Pabst Blue Ribbon, and Greg promised that he was going to drink one, and he hasn't. All right, I'm drinking them. I want it to dilute your over intake of juice today. Juice is delicious, Sarah. I haven't even finished my juice yet. All right, we're getting way off topic here. Fake heart attacks. Anyway, fake heart attacks. So that's a Florida man. From a Florida man to a Florida woman. This is in Clearwater, Florida. A woman by the name of Rachel Ann Hayes has been arrested, she's 27 years old, after repeatedly slapping her 72-year-old grandmother in the face because her grandmother wouldn't approve her as a friend on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes, she showed up at her grandmother's residence uh, early yesterday when an argument erupted over her Facebook friend request, which her grandmother had not responded to. Now, this made Rachel Ann Hayes livid. And she decided to take to slapping her 72-year-old grandmother multiple times to try and convince her to be her Facebook friend. Who would want to be friends with your grandmother on Facebook? I don't... She desperately wanted to be friends with her grandmother on Facebook. Wow. Well, friends in What was the grandma sharing? Like, what was she hoping to to gain from that? I don't know. Maybe grandma was writing some, like, pretty cool shit. Oh. Uh, So, (laughs) however, grandma was not happy being slapped in the face, and deputies uh, have arrested Hayes... She's personally talking to her grandma at her house, which is actually Asking pers- her why she person-to-person yeah, yes. interaction. You can go see. She's like, granddaughter to grandma. Grandma, how come you aren't approving me on Facebook? <laughs> well, uh, she has been arrested on a felony charge, which, by the way, just so you guys know, don't go slapping old people because it's domestic battery of an elderly person. Really? Oh, is that an extra charge? That is an extra charge. Okay. Uh, yeah, so after that was determined that she had slapped her multiple uh, times on the side of the face, uh, Hayes, uh, they believe that alcohol was a factor. Uh, she had a couple of DUIs before, and she's currently residing in county jail without bond. Okay, here's another idea that you could do for these Airbnb customers. Just walk up and start doing World of Crazy, reading your stories to them. Like, with no pretense, just walk up. So in Florida, a man was arrested for faking a heart attack. And just start telling them the stories. I'm like, okay, ma'am, I don't know what that has to do with anything. It's all right, let me Deputies tell you another story. arrived. <laughs> yeah. Everything that you're suggesting, like, takes up a lot of my time. And that's, uh, I'd rather just complain here and then just move on. I don't want to, like, do things that actually take time ah, out of my life. Damn passive You can. I'll give you the code to my apartment coming up. Beep, 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 and then you can go and mess with them. All right. Gladly. Hell, they're letting anybody into my apartment complex these days anyway. Might as well just give you the code as well. <laughs> uh, next up, out of Sheridan, Wyoming. This was almost a Darwin watch. Uh, Authorities in Wyoming say a man was shot in the arm 
when his dog stepped on a loaded gun that he left on the back seat of his pickup truck. Well, that's just genius. That is a genius man. His name's Richard Phipps.、Uh, he was standing next to his pickup truck when his dog climbed from the front seat to the back seat, stepping on the loaded、uh, 300 Winchester Magnum, which did not have its safety device activated.、Uh, the gun fired a off. A loaded Magnum pistol sitting in his back seat. Loaded Magnum that his dog jumped on was able to fire it at him. It fired off a round that struck、uh, Mr. Phipps in the left arm. So,、um, so. Deputies were able to say that yes, indeed, the dog did in fact shoot him. The、uh, injury was not considered life threatening, but there is a chance that he could lose his arm. Jesus, lock up your shit. That's just. I don't even know what to say about that one. That one's just. Then I just, just don't、dumb. even know what to say about that one. Another thing you could say to the neighbors, though. I could tell this story to the neighbors. Here, how about this one? I wasn't sure if I was going to read this, you, but now since I'm doing it in the context of trying to scare off potential Airbnb people who are invading my apartment building. See, you can put it in the context of, oh, you're running out that room? Last guy in there, he had his arm shot off by his dog, stepped on a gun.、Oh. And just tell them that. All right, how about I'll take this next story, but I'll pretend that it happened in my apartment building. Okay, in、yes. the Airbnb room. Okay, let's practice it. I'm the Airbnb guy. <sighs> All right. Okay, I'm checking into my room. Hi, I just Hi. Wanted, I want to tell you a little bit. There, did you know this room was just in the news? Oh, Really? The This... specific room. Yeah, I wanted to tell、oh, you a little was... bit about what happened. Okay. All right, well, here I have the news story right here. Oh, so all this、right. is、uh, a, a Portland, Oregon man is in deep doo doo after police say、I'm、he、sorry? smeared feces on the walls of his apartment building. What? This guy's name is Carlin Higgs. That happened three... here? It sure did. In, in, not in Pennsylvania, in Portland. And not in a jail cell, in that apartment.、Uh, Carl Higgins. 33 was arrested after police say he walked、uh, into a police station, sat down, and began smoking weed inside of the police station. Inside a police station or in, inside the apartment?、I'm、inside、confused. of the. Well, he, he was. You're See, confusing me now. I know, I, I don't want to do this. This is why you have to. Anyway, this guy this was in Pennsylvania. He smeared. I don't want to practice anymore. And he smeared feces on the walls of his holding cell, Carl. 30, uh, Higgs, 33, was arrested after he walked into a police station, sat down, and began smoking marijuana. Uh, Higgs was then, was then put into a holding cell, so he didn't have to go to jail. He just decided to walk to the police station and start smoking weed there.、Uh, he then, when he got into his holding cell, defecated on the floor, picked up the feces, and smeared them all over the cell walls. Was somebody else in this same cell? Because you know it wasn't just him in there. If it's a holding cell, they're probably. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I mean, imagine that. It already sucks enough you're going to jail, and then you've got to get it stuck in the room with one of the. The poop smearing guys. Yeah. Don't want to get stuck in a cell with a poop smear. Bad、smearer. night. That is a bad, bad night.、Uh, so he was taken、um, to a mental health facility for evaluation. He was found to be high on unspecified drugs.、Uh, his charges face disorderly conduct,、uh, public drunkenness, possession of marijuana, and possession of drug paraphernalia. So there we go. See, and then you just walk off and go back、I'm、to the c o u p You threw me off. I'm going to end with this. No. God damn it. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. <laughs> that was it. I rattled you so much with that that you already had to stop. See? So I'm not good at making stuff up, Greg. I'm not a liar. I'm not a lying liar、this、like you we, are. This is why we practice these things.、Mm-hmm. This is why we'll, we'll, make, we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work somehow.、Okay. All right.、Um, did Sinbad write us yet? Nothing from Sinbad or from Helium. Okay. So I'm not thinking that's. So at any、happening. minute, we could be joined by Sinbad. We're just kind of waiting on the.、Uh, on oh, the wait.、Call. What? No. No.、Oh. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was mean. I just wanted to do that really quick to get your hopes up. <laughs> Sinbad, where are you? Sinbad. Yeah, the last time I heard from、uh, Adam at Helium was yesterday at three o'clock. Okay. So、I'm, I believe it's not happening. Should we say hello to our friends that are in here with us? Yes.
It's not Sinbad. I want to make sure everybody's clear about that. All right. He might get confused for Sinbad. They're like doppelgangers. Yes. Okay. So, mm-hmm. okay. We'll bring on uh, guests. This isn't an all, this isn't like a, like all black men look like. I'm saying this gentleman here looks a lot like him. <laughs> I, wow. Sinbad's a very attractive man. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And so is this young man right here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by Keelan King. The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Keelan. Hi, Sarah. In what fucking universe do I want to look like Sinbad? In every universe, Keelan. Look, I don't don't have... You know what? Sinbad looks like you. I don't have any Rex... Keep in mind, he could be on this show. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I walk around in Rex Kwando pants and (laughs) fucking high top fade. Like, what the fuck is going on? That was... Was in like 1995, Keelan. He is mature. He still looks like that. <laughs> it's 2014. That motherfucker still looks like he has a dojo. Well, Greg is really, really trying to get him on. This is like Greg. For some reason, Greg has fixated yeah, on Sinbad. I really have. I don't Are you know why. Crazy? Yes, I'm crazy. Ah, I'm crazy. You're gonna be crazier when I get through. <laughs> no, Greg has not stopped talking about Sinbad. Yeah, for like two. No, for the entire no, for a couple of weeks actually. Yeah, since you found out he was coming. Yeah, really, it's it's all from the the appearance on uh, "It's Always Sunny." A special fuck you to the person in the chat room that said I look like Anthony Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I don't want to see in the chat is is a flurry of comments of people talking about what other black person I look like. How about we, how about we not do that today? <laughs> Let's just move past that Well, that, that Denzel one. Washington seems nice. I'm just saying, you know. Maybe I look like Tracy Morgan. <laughs> well, how are you, Keelan? I'm fantastic. <laughs> Who's that guy that plays basketball? Yeah, you look kind of like him. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Let's ask Rev. <gasps> I know, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we should bring on our other guests here, too. Ladies and gentlemen, we are also joined by our friend Kenda. Hello. Hello. Hi, Kenda. Hi. Oh, thank you for coming and visiting us. And Kenda brought us actual real food. Yes. She brought us real sack lunches because I was already eating like fake chicken nugget things. No juicy juice. No juicy juice. Hey, Sarah, can you get uh, – because that's not you, Kenda. We there we go. Oh, just talk into correctly. the side right, right there. There we are. So, oh, you're good. Okay. Is, which uh, actually, actually, is that no, backwards? It's probably backwards. All right. That side says back. There we go. Now you won't talk into that <gasps> I can hear you. Thank I you, can hear dulcet yeah. tones. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. No, we brought real juicy juice. We have beers today. And that's true. Yes. That's just the juicy so juice get, I prefer. Like, a little, little tiny, like, three-ounce bag of animal crackers. No. He does no. have shame chips, She looks chips, like though. he's upset about chips. it, too. No, I'm not upset because she brought me chips. Shame chips and cookies. What kind of chips sandwich. did he get? Doritos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Did you get them a little 100-calorie pack of cookies? <laughs> no. They're really tiny. <laughs> you know, I probably should have. It's probably- <laughs> <laughs> They're size just for Greg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're pint size. It's pint size. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Greg, it is your lucky day. You get a real lunch. Hey, Greg, I know. these cookies fit in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like a real boy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Real I'm a man. Boy. I mean, you're a man. I'm a man. That's exactly it. Yes. Yeah. Aww. Well, what's new with you guys? Anyone get... Well, Kenda's getting married here in a little bit. Yes. Which we're very months. excited about. In August. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's and, really fun. And Keelan's just been awesome. Yeah. I, I'm actually working uh, graveyard shift now, so oh. I don't see you guys at all. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, when I saw you earlier and you're like, oh, I just got off work at 8. I'm like, last night? So yeah, this is basically this the middle of the night for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually I'm asleep right about now. Uh, <laughs> so um, I had a um, I had an appointment to see our, our, our good friend Andrew over at uh, Caveman Medicine. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, a little bit of massage and acupuncture. I was long overdue. So I was like, all right, you know what? It's Friday. 
So if I need to go back home and pass out on my couch, I can do that. So I just there you got go. out of bed early and came down. But yeah, I, I don't get to see you guys very often. So I was like, man, I'll be down here. I want to come in and say hi to you guys. Oh, that must Hell be throwing yeah. up. So do you have to work overnights on the weekends as well? No, I work um, I work 11 p.m. to 8 a.m. Sunday through Thursday night. <sighs> man. And then, yeah, then my weekend is like... Trying to feel human again? Yeah, like, like Friday night at like midnight, like three in the morning on Saturday, it's like, oh, it's my Saturday. Everybody sleep. What am I going to do? For the people that are still awake, you probably don't want to hang out with them anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, you know, I could probably like head to space room and find Tuggy or something. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, not at three o'clock though, because the bar would be closed. But doesn't Tuggy get, like, special treatment? Like, when oh, the bar closes, Tuggy gets to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I believe he's, he's in the live special. chat right now. I'm sure he'll have something to say about that. Yeah, peace to Tuggy. How you doing, man? Mm. <laughs> well, should we, do, uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Because we haven't done that for a while. Oh, yeah. And we do have, you know, one half of Rip City Bad Boys in here. That's true. So I think it might be necessary. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Did Sinbad write yet? <laughs> Just update that real quick before I get too far into Sinbad this. Sinbad did not write. Okay. Have you been following him on his Twitter page? I know that you were all day. You're like, Sinbad's riding a bicycle right now. Well, you know I saw him at the black meeting last week. You know, I, could put, <laughs> I could put in a word for you tonight. Uh, he wrote 12, 12 minutes ago, time, now time for a nap. So I'm sure he'll be stopping by anytime soon. Yo, yo, just think about this. Sinbad has declared publicly that he would rather sleep than come in and talk to Greg. That's fucking amazing. Sinbad, I am fighting the good fight for you right now. That's awesome. Oh, man. You're not making me look too good. You are not making me look too good right now. (laughs) Hey, Sinbad, you want to come talk to Greg? Yeah, I know. All right, wait. Sinbad just wrote something. Oh, to, let's see. To the blacklist number 99. Hey, Sinbad, how you doing, hun? And then eight seconds ago, he wrote, all good. Clearly. It's compelling all stuff. Good. I'm only done the phone for that radio. I'm sure that's what he said. All right, let's do a little bit of ball talk, and I'm sure he'll be done with his nap by then. Um, I don't think I've done ball talk all week, so just quick update on a couple of things. Of course, last weekend, University of Oregon quarterback Marcus Mariota won the Heisman Trophy, which that's actually pretty badass. And then the... Uh, Oregon State Beavers, in a classy move, posted a full-page ad congratulating him. That was a, that's a good thing. It's a classy move. Oh, because he was a duck. Yes. Okay. Yes. That isn't a classy move. That's just pandering. No, it's not. That is completely pandering. That's no, not like a, it is oh, not we pandering. really genuinely feel like that. No, they're just trying to look better, which makes them in turn worse. No, that is not the case. That was a classy move on their part. It's kind of pandering. Totally. It's Thank not you, pandering. Caitlin. People, Whatever people like us if we do. This. Look at this. Look at how we pretend to care. See, let's try and take the spotlight away from him by doing a full page ad. Mute. How many mutes do I have? You already <laughs> so salty. You already quieted me. <laughs> all right, moving on. The reason I was bringing that up, Oregon State, it all tied in because Oregon State's head coach left for University of Nebraska or Nebraska University. I can't remember how it goes. Um, Wait, who's coach? Uh, Oregon State's coach left for Nebraska, but no. then we took Wisconsin's coach, so that was awesome. Anyway, the, uh, the, the uh, previous Nebraska coach was Bo Pelini, and he was fired at the end of this last season, obviously, which led the room for, made room for Mike Riley to take over. And there was speculation of why he was fired and what kind of a person he was. And there's audio now that's come out that's actually from the meeting that Bo Pelini, former 
Nebraska head coach had with his players right after he got let go, where he addresses getting fired and talks about the athletic director, Sean Eichhorst, who actually fired him. Here's some of the... Obviously, the last couple of days here for me have been uh, kind of crazy, but... um, you know, just kind of give you guys a heads up of, of you know, what – it wasn't a surprise to me. Um, it, it really wasn't. Uh, you know, I didn't really have any relationship with the AD. Um, the guy – I mean, you guys saw him yesterday. The guy's a, a total pussy. <laughs> I mean, he is. I mean, he's a total – he's a total cunt. And since I've been here, yes, I've probably he's been here for about two years. I've probably had a conversation with the guy anyway, a couple times. That's the main part I wanted to play. That was Bo Pelini addressing his players. It goes on for a, I think, a forty-five minute speech. Jesus, where he drops uh, more words throughout it, referencing the former athletic director. Turns Nobody out they didn't talking that long. Turns out they didn't get along. No way. They didn't get along. The guy you just called a pussy and a cunt? Yes. Um, wow. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't get along with many pussies and or cunts. <laughs> <laughs> this show really needs some Sinbad in here. I'm just saying. It's not Are happening. you sure you want Sinbad in here? Are you no, sure? I don't, I'm not sure at all, actually. <laughs> Sinbad, you still napping? All right, moving on to ball talk. Don't write to, to Sinbad. Call, <laughs> you try to call Sinbad nappy? That's racist, Greg. <laughs> Oh, every time sh- I come in here, one of y'all is racist. The show is spiraling oh out of control. Oh my god, it has! Now everyone's like. Moving on to ball talk. I'm just not going to talk anymore. <laughs> Keelan, you're a fan of shoes, aren't you? I wear them. You wear them? Thank I'm you. a fan of shoes. You're a fan of shoes? I thought you were a fan of sunglasses. I, I'm a fan of both, okay? Oh, well, if you had had some Multiple extra money, you could have purchased Michael Jordan's University of North Carolina shoes, a pair of them from that the, those days. For $33,000, which is what they just sold for online. Wait, shoes that he wore? Shoes that he wore when Ew. he was at North Carolina Did you just college. suggest to me that I buy Michael Jordan shoes? His used dirty shoes? $33,000. I hate Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You well, okay, maybe Jordan? what if they were, I, well, let's be honest. Isaiah Thomas shoes aren't going to sell for thirty-three grand. i would buy them. <laughs> You'd buy them? Yes. For thirty-three grand. Well, I don't have thirty-three grand. <laughs> but they'd be like, if you were a millionaire, the, they'd be one of your frivolous purchases. Oh hell, dude! I'd buy, I'd buy jerseys. I'd Zed Thomas sweated in. I'd probably, Ew. I'd probably stop at the jockstrap shit. But like, I, I would do shoes. I would do jerseys. What about socks? I don't think I would do socks. I can't fuck with the shit that like actually is like collecting the shit off your body. So, it's but like, shoes are. I mean, he's sweating nah, and pooling nah, in there. But it's like Greg, you know, as long as you got on clean socks, and I can deal with the shoes. What if it was the sock he wore when he sprained his ankle? Wait, he did score 25 points in a quarter when he did Yeah. Would you buy that sock? They do sell latex gloves. I might be able to roll with that. <laughs> and then what, you'd have somebody come over to your apartment? Wait, so would you want to wear... look at this sweater sock that Isaiah nah, Thomas wore? Nah, shit, I just put that shit in like a Ziploc bag and then nail it up inside of a frame and shit. So I was going to ask, touch. if you got Isaiah Thomas's shoes and you guys happen to have the same size feet, would you... 
like put them on a pedestal and like a glass thing, or them, would you wear them? I might put them on for a day. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would, I would bowling shoe spray the shit out the motherfuckers, <laughs> and then I might wear them for like a day, and then then I would build myself a nice glass box with with interior lighting, and then put them shits in there. I picture you putting them in like a glass case, but there's like a little hole cut out so you can still smell the sweat if you get close nah, to it. Like, no, nah. give it a smell. It's right there. Nah, I don't, I don't need to get that close to anybody. I'm not oh, fucking. Oh, God, no. <laughs> well, Jordan's shoes sold for $33,000. There's another pair of his shoes that sold um, during the 97 finals when he had flu. We had like 101 oh, no, temperatures or something. Oh, no, I've seen the Gatorade commercial or whatever that is. Right, and he came out and like dominated the game. Those ones sold for $104,000 last year. $104,000 for a pair of shoes. You know what I could do with $104,000? Hate humans. I could live There are starving children. There are starving children in the streets of America. Some jackass is paying $100,000 for a pair of shoes and some dick wore when he probably didn't even have the flu. <laughs> what would I say? Oh, nothing, nothing. Sorry. No, it, it wasn't Sinbad. It was a... <laughs> it okay. wasn't Sinbad. <laughs> I was concerned it was Sinbad. Because that you know was the what? first thing I that's thought a, when your phone went yeah, That's the first fucking... You know what? I'm going to just start doing that for now. We'll be at parties. I look at my phone like, oh, shit, it wasn't Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally something we're going to do. Oh, which, who just wrote you? Oh, it wasn't Sinbad. Yeah, it wasn't Sinbad. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> All right. Finally in Ball Talk, we'll just go straight to this. It is the uh, holiday season. And it is uh, running down to the end of the NFL season. And with that... There's something magical that's come out. As you know, I'm a fan of fan songs when they write songs about their teams. <laughs> I know, Ken Linden's free because he doesn't have headphones. And this one comes from uh, <laughs> comes from some guy from the Parkview Christian Church. Okay. I don't know if he's the actual... Somebody may have reposted this one. But anyway, um, it is a Bears fan who is very unhappy with the Chicago Bears. They, in fact, even just benched their... $110 million quarterback, Jay Cutler. He is benched now. But this guy created an infomercial about Christmas Featuring and about Chicago's the Bears. holiday classics. Just listen. You know Grossman and Horton and Greasy and Miller. Krenzel, Jim Harbaugh, McCown and Kramer. But do you recall... The most heartbreaking QB of all. Fuck that sweater. Cutler, the would-be QB, <laughs> keeps falling in the defense's trap. Wow, this is really and if well-timed. And ever saw him, you would say he plays like... Last season, a mega I mix? gave you my heart. Yes. But this the is the last Christmas. First play, you threw it away. Next year, save me from tears and draft someone. Okay. Half a million. Oh, see, so don't, don't tell Keelan that stuff. You're not supposed to. I'm not releasing the next star pilot. I'm fuck this. You have to. Greg and I are on it. And you're very talented. People, you know what happens. I'm just going to keep talking over this crap. <laughs> you're ruining my moment. <laughs> Let's ruin it, Sarah. What this has, is his moment. His moment? Yes. What has Sinbad called? All of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's asking, is Greg talking with Sinbad on Twitter like having a Canadian girlfriend in high school? It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We're totally in love. She's a model. Are you talking about Sinbad still? I'm confusing the two. All right, there we go. That was the Angry Bears fan song. We'll have plenty more next week. And that concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
Keelan, be happy you don't have headphones on. I offered to share. He didn't want them. I know. (laughs) Thrilled. I'm loving this shit. (laughs) It's the best fan song ever. (laughs) Oh my god, this has turned into the weirdest show ever. Sorry, guys. Can I tell you guys? Weird when I get here. Oh no, that's okay. Can I tell you something? Since it's just derailed anyway, I'm really worried that I'm getting another sty. Oh, a sty eye. Mm Hmm. Because my eye kind of feels weird, but it's the other one, Uh-oh. and I'm kind of afraid. I don't want to be a sty eye again. Well, your eyes don't look bubbly. From I there. know. I'm not going to wear eye makeup for like three months, so this is just the way I'm going to look now. Did you try point. the gold ring trick? I've heard that works. No, what's that? Like you take a gold ring that's real gold, not gold plated, uh-huh. and rub it on the sty, and it yeah. makes it go away. Yeah, because I've been putting like heat on though. it, but I can feel. I'm is like, that oh, like I don't alchemy want or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably something like that. Something my grandma told me. So who knows if it really? You don't have any dates plan do you no because what are you going to do it's no going to be awful makeup? i need to i just need to get some new sty glasses because the other ones because i got them explain, explain your sty glasses they're fake glasses that i wear to try and cover my puffy eye so this one's on the bottom <laughs> i can feel it it's my like right there eye. and it's in the corner of my left eye the one other one was on the top of my right eye so i need to get some glasses that will block that part out so that blue blockers yeah maybe i'll get them like the, they fade dark glasses. on the bottom <laughs> yeah there we yeah. go <laughs> Anyway, I just want to let you guys How know. How about you go see a medical professional and figure out what the fuck is wrong with your eyes? That's overrated, Keelan. You can't. Come on. No, no, no. I consulted a doctor. My father. And uh, <laughs> he's like, once it started happening, he's like, all you can do is just hope for the best. I'm like, thanks, Dad. And he's oh, God. And so when he's trying to console me. makes it sound me, like eye herpes. I know. No. He's just like, you know, there's no reason that you get them. Some, you know, it could be a mascara that you use. could got dirt in your eye that just clogged a pore. It's like, just there's no reason that it's happening, and it's just going to happen. I'm like, oh, thanks. He's like, oh, wait till you just keep getting older. This weird shit keeps happening more and more. <laughs> thanks, That's Dad. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. He's like, oh, welcome to getting old. Your body's turning again. To you. I'm like, oh. We're all slowly dying. No. Thanks, dying. Greg. <laughs> Shut up. No sty puns. <laughs> God damn it. I don't, I'm not ready to sty. Sty me. Keep calm and, calm and sty on. <laughs> what? No. No, Greg. No. I am going to make you a shirt that says keep calm and sty on. Oh, if I, <laughs> gonna if I, if this comes to, this is so gross. If it comes to fruition, I'll totally wear that. <laughs> if it is, because I'm not going to, what can I do? It's on my face. I'm not going to hide in Just my apartment. put those apartment. glaring flaws out there. And no, then walk up. Walk up to the neighbors, the, the Airbnb go. folks. Like, I stayed in there last week. Look at my eye. Ah, this is what happened. <laughs> I got a like, star from there. From, we all have them in this building. We all have them in the building. Mm-hmm. They haven't <laughs> identified it yet, though. Yeah. You know, the thing, gift. Too young to stay. Uh, <laughs> all right, Bean, you can go fuck yourself if you're saying I have to up my hygiene game. I, I upped it too much. I tried. I bought another fancy mascara. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> no, I bought that's another. That's not how you get stuck. That's really not how you get stuck. You heard that new album by Notorious EYE, Ready to Stay? Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm learning again. I can't have expensive mascaras because this is what's happening again. So I had to throw away another $30 mascara. That's my story. All right. All right. Well, since you're saving that money, you know what you could buy, Sarah? It's a wonderful holiday present. 
Which actually, you already got one for your sister. I do. I have it right here. Which is from Sonic Sketches. Yes. SonicSketches.com. So Kenda hadn't actually seen one in real life, but she saw ours that we have hanging on the they wall. They are very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, they are awesome. I mean, basically, it's it's music turned into artwork, like the actual music itself. So they take the music file, convert it into a WAV file. The best way to see this is SonicSketches.com. And turn it into really incredible mm-hmm. artwork that you can give to whoever you want. You, they can have a song made up of whatever song you want. So, like, say your friend has... Their favorite song, or you know, a couple who got married to a certain song, you can have that made and turned into artwork that they can tr- put up uh, put up on their wall. It looks awesome. It's a really, really cool, unique present that you can pick up at SonicSketches.com. They're awesome sponsors of us. It's local. It's artwork. They can ship anywhere in the world. It's I can't say enough good. I'm so about excited it. to give that because I got the wedding song. I've talked about this before, but I got my sister and her husband's wedding song put into a Sonic sketch, and my sister's husband's like a huge music nerd, so yeah. I think that he's really because he's really hard to shop for too. I'm like, this looks cool, and it's like it it has meaning to it, and mm-hmm. it's just gonna make me look awesome. So yeah, if you know anybody who's a music fan, SonicSketches.com, go there and pick one up. You could even get one of uh, like Keelan King's music. You yeah, could, yeah, yeah, you could indeed. Hell yeah. yeah. SonicSketches.com. Use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT and you get free shipping anywhere in mm. the world also. So that's pretty badass. In the world. Hey, you, know, you could probably bribe uh, <clears throat> Sinbad with a Sonic Sketch. Did Sinbad write yet? <laughs> <laughs> nope, no Sinbad. Okay, didn't write yet. No. I don't, I don't think there's a yet with that. I think you can just end with no Sinbad. Is he still napping? I, I think if he was just starting to nap a few minutes ago, he's probably okay. still napping. Well, I may have wrapped up. Maybe it's just a power nap. Well, okay, we'll wait. A well, I would, possibly. you know, I would trade uh, a Sinbad for a Keelan and a Kenda any day. Well, yeah, this is, I'm this not was comparing. A, this it's not like an guys. apples to apples mm. kind of thing here. No, I'm no, I mean that's what I said. Greg oh, wait, still wants wait, wait. Sinbad. It's not apples. Which am I? What? <laughs> <laughs> am I <clears throat> apples or am I orange? It's like what the fuck? It's not apples to apples. What fruit am I? <laughs> Sounds like we're chopped liver, Keelan. Apparently, it's not apples to apples, and I'm walnuts. <laughs> Keelan, New yes. York City bad boys tomorrow. Uh yes. If you're uh, not actually, sleeping. Yeah, I um Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to T, but I think okay. yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure we're 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 doing a new show tomorrow. It's you know what? The funny thing about that is for for you guys that listen, uh I, I would like to apologize because our schedule has been very, very haphazard to start yeah. this season. <laughs> a little We've wonky. kind of been almost every other week. So yeah, we're we're trying to get back to being regular and uh it's it's no one's fault. It's just kinda life gets in the way and, mm-hmm. and we're not always able to just be like, ah, yeah, we're just well, doing it. And everything's like, busy during the holidays, too. I mean, it'll probably yeah, calm down. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we're, we're planning to be there tomorrow unless one of us is hungover or some other shit comes up. Done. Which happens a lot. <laughs> Which is really... <laughs> that was the least teasing thing. We might possibly maybe do a show tomorrow you live or we won't. There's a 50% chance we will or a 50% chance we you will You left not. yourself all your options you, on that you, one. You clearly haven't listened to our show, have you? <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, I know what show we'll be doing one tomorrow, though, and that is Chronicles of the Nerds at 10.30 a.m. on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Awesome. So you can tune in for that. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Kenda. Thank you, Keelan. And uh, Sinbad will catch you. Um, on the flip we side. Ran out of, we ran out of time. That's what I'll say. Okay. okay. It was our choice, not his choice. Sure. He didn't, yeah, he didn't break your heart. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>